0: Now back to Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 a ticket and the ticketfm.com.
1: <laughs> All right. Welcome back in, the Fitness Fanatics. We've been joined in studio by Paul Moody, one of our 10 uh, week challengers who heard us on the tickets. Um, and I also, while we're here, I'm going to suck up to DP and Rebecca. So just appreciate those guys allowing nicole and i to have this show that we've had for the last year and a half um something that i don't know if they realize or mark realizes with his journey is how many people have signed up to do ferals because of the ticket and how many lives are being affected and changed because of them allowing us to be having this platform that we have every sunday and what Mark is doing with his transformation. Yeah. So big shout out, because without this station and them allowing us to do what we're doing, Paul wouldn't be a member, Pete wouldn't be a member, and everybody else that has heard us on the ticket that has seen some huge changes, like AJ, who just got done with his year transformation, lost 103 pounds. Mm -hmm. The reason he did Ferrell's was because his friend Rob heard about it on the ticket. That's awesome. 105, you said. Three. 103. 103. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So he just without his. without the ticket, they're they're really impacting. Robin it, AJ and AJ were on our show. Yeah, too, they were on our show. Whenever yep. uh,
2: AJ won his ten weeks. Yes.
1: Yes. So big shout out. Um, something we don't tell them enough is how much we appreciate them. And and so just big being shout able out.
2: to talk about fitness and every week is is awesome too. And just the people that we've you know heard from that have made changes, even not with ferals, it's yes. always great too. So we yeah, can just like get ben. the word out there. Yeah. Ben but. Garver, who's mm-hmm.
1: who's had seen a huge change. Um or hopefully our, we'll
2: see him at the HAVZY.
1: Yep, Havsey coming up. So all right, Paul, let's get to nutrition. How has the nutrition part been going for you this first week?
0: Uh it's been it wasn't as difficult as I thought it would be. Uh, I'd say the hardest thing is getting the protein, getting the amount of protein you guys push me to have, mm-hmm. and and so I've been just really focusing on that part of it.
2: That's the most important part to focus yeah. on, especially at first. That's the hardest part, but it's also the most important, really. What was like your nutrition like before you started ferals? Like, what did a typical day look like for nutrition for you? Because uh, probably the same as most people yeah, listening, not but yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Uh, with my job, I drive around all over the town, and you know. I'm with a bunch of guys and you know, one guy won't bring his lunch that day and they're like, Oh, let's just go out to eat, let's stop it here. And so we would it was easy to talk yourself into doing that. Especially <laughs> like when I'm working nights, like, you know, I'm by myself all over the city. It's just easy to not even pack a lunch or a dinner, I guess, in that aspect, and, and just go in somewhere and eat real quick, mm-hmm. you know. And so just changing that mindset of having yourself or preparing your meals and having them ready for you is just been a little bit of a challenge, but it's actually been smoother than I thought it would be.
2: That's good. And that might be, you know, making sure you're prioritizing that protein along with just staying within what we're recommending on those strength training days. That might also be a reason why like you're not feeling as sore as you thought you would, or you yes, have in the past, maybe of your first mm-hmm. week of doing something new, because that does help a lot. Like your nutrition is what is repairing those muscles um, after those workouts, so that's a big part of it.
1: Yeah, and Nicole said at orientation, like, because obviously we don't expect every one of our members or to be just professional nutritionists their first week, changing. But she had had mentioned just finding one or two things that you could change that would have the biggest impact. Like if you're mm-hmm. a pop drinker, yeah. going from drinking Pepsi to even diet Pepsi or water or uh, Gatorade or something like that. So what are the, what are the couple things that you've kind of seen this first week that you've consciously been making that switch from last week? I was doing this to now this week I'm doing this.
0: I would say like uh, the biggest thing for me was waking up and making a good breakfast, like getting myself going right away. Cause typically before this I would just wake up and I would grab something really small like a like just a bar and I would eat that and then it uh, just wasn't enough. like I mm-hmm. by the time lunch came around I was really hungry and probably deprived of you know and so then like going out to eat sounded good like so it made me go like I, I I'm not a pop drinker I mean I'll have one or two a week maybe mm-hmm. if that so like that part of my life isn't bad but like just going out to eat was it's so easy for me so I think Just cutting that out has helped me, and then preparing myself at the beginning of the day for for what's going on.
2: Yeah, that's a big one because uh, I have to do that too. Like for me, when I track my food, which I've been doing this week really consistently, I'm going to continue doing that. But if I can get you know thirty to forty percent of my protein in at the beginning of my day, then it just makes the rest of the day so much easier. So you're kind of building in success that way because you know, especially that breakfast, that first meal of the day, that's probably the one meal you have the most control over because it's in your house and you're doing it before you leave. And then the whole rest of your day, there's so many things that can go wrong. So if you're starting that, that's just going to help. And it's good for you when you work out in the morning too. So that's a great way to kind of get your workout in, get a big breakfast And then it'll make the rest of your day a lot easier.
0: Yeah, that's going to be my biggest focus is that 4 a.m. class, I'll have time to go home and get prepared to go to work. So it's nice that we have an early one. Because I've been looking for a while, too, before this even happened. And just like everyone had like you know 6 a.m. classes or 5 a.m. classes, and that's kind of pushing me to where I'm not going to have enough time to get home, get ready for work, and go to work. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of nice that they had this 4 a.m. class.
2: I know for our listeners, it sounds crazy. I know 4 a.m. sounds crazy to work out, but I taught at um, Yankee Ridge on Friday, I think. And I mean, we had uh, probably 15 or 16 people in that class. So that is definitely a good class. If you have if you're an early person anyway, if your workday starts early, it sounds crazy. And I always tell people the worst part. Is setting your alarm the night before because you're literally setting your alarm for the middle of the night, like? <laughs> but we've been doing it for so long that it rarely ever uh, actually like enters my mind that I'm setting the alarm for 3 a.m. because I know that sounds crazy, but we're just in such a habit now. But it's definitely the to me that's the best time to get your workout in um, that you can do it without any distractions because there's not a whole lot of stuff that's going to happen. Before that 4 a.m. class, it's going to derail you from getting there.
1: No, when when people say they don't have time, I say, well, what are you doing at 4 a.m.? Well, I'm sleeping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I I, yes. It's hard. <laughs> but sometimes you have to make a priority. And if that's the only time that you can do it on a consistent basis, then that's the time you need to do. And I do think that we do for we have the earliest group fitness class in this entire city
2: well i know and i always say <laughs> so even I don't if think
1: we, any other group fitness gym out there is having yeah. a class at 4 a.m
2: besides places that are open for 24 hours but yeah you said group fitness yeah. um you know that's my thing that i always say like whenever you think you're doing something crazy there's always someone crazier i'm 100% confident than if we had an earlier class we would have people show up for an earlier oh class brad too. would be
0: there right 3 a.m <laughs> i
2: know so there's always we are not ever adding a 3 a.m class let but me be clear but there would be yes. i know
1: because <laughs> there's, there's people that do go to anytime fitness or whatever mm-hmm. and they're at, at two o'clock in the morning yeah yeah because that's what works for them maybe they work overnight or they work second shift yeah they get off at 12 30 one o'clock in the morning and it's and still part of their day. It's kinda. part of their day. So where they go work out after work, where like at Ferrell's, people going to class after work could be four thirty p.m., five thirty mm-hmm. p.m. So I mean, it, yeah, that's. But the good thing with our virtual workouts is you could do them at two in the morning if you that's want. That's
2: true. We do have people doing virtual workouts really late, which I think is kind of crazy,
1: too. We do have a couple more from the text line. More on nutrition that I Mm -hmm. want to get to since we have about five minutes before break. Oh, yes. Uh, Crowbait on uh, meal prepping. He just said, just finished meal prepping the week. I'm having about 15 almonds throughout the day when I get home. have a serving of chicken and three hard oil egg whites. Man, I can't read. And I'm good. Uh, Then we have one for Milkman. I'm never hungry when I wake up. Why is breakfast so important? Great question.
2: Yeah, that's a good question. Part of it is... Um, part of the reason why Paul won't struggle with that as much is because he will have done his workout by then. So you'll be up and you'll have worked out by 4 a.m. You know, 5 p.m. a.m. when you get back to home. So that's it is definitely I think difficult to wake up and eat a large meal right before you wake up. You don't have to do that. Like if you're an eat more of an a night owl person, you don't have to. But It just makes it a lot harder if you're trying to get, like, so for example, Paul, what is your protein goal for the day? How many grams of protein are you supposed to be getting in in a day?
0: We're about the same. It's 100 and... Probably
1: 160, 160, 170. Yeah,
2: 160 grams of protein a day. If you're not starting early, it's just going to be really hard to get that in. So it's not necessarily going to make or break your results, but as far as if you're a person who works out in the morning, um, that's just going to help refuel you, replenish you after your workouts, and get that ball rolling as soon as possible, so then it's not the end of your day, and you're looking at the food that you've eaten, and you're like, oh, I still need to eat 75 grams of protein today, because I didn't start eating until 9, 10 a.m., so that's really what it's about. In reality, it doesn't matter how our The Farrell's Nutrition, we, we recommend at first that you do six meals a day, but mostly that's just because it's hard to get all of that protein in. And so if you're eating that only in three meals, that's going to be really hard to get that in. You're going to feel full and sluggish after your meals. So if you're splitting them up in smaller meals, you are having to eat less multiple times throughout the day. It's well, not anything that's like- correct me
1: if I'm wrong, I, on you this. probably are, but you could just see the fear in Nicole's eyes. I'm a little eyes, bit worried about what you're going to say statement. <laughs> on why it's it could important. be, a, it'll either
2: be right or it'll be a learning experience <laughs> right. for everybody. Right.
1: So just addressing, uh, milkman's about what you're never hungry. So yeah. unless you're doing like your, your nutrition plan is doing the intermittent fasting. If that's what you're doing for your, mm-hmm lifestyle of eating then like obviously you're not going to eat breakfast if you only have a certain window to eat but if you're not doing that and you go to bed and you get up and you don't eat anything till 9 a.m or 10 a.m or even at lunch Mm
2: -hmm.
1: now you're now you've gone 15 hours without eating so you're kind of doing Intermittent fasting without actually doing intermittent fasting. It is intermittent fasting. Everybody fasts. Yes. Fast when you sleep. That's just a reality. You're doing it every single day. Like if it's not your plan, then you're just kind of up and down. Yeah, is that is that?
2: I don't know. I don't really think that made a lot of sense. But. I
1: kind of you need a plan to do it. I <laughs> kind of got you. Right? Yeah, like I if you're know. gonna do the intermittent like, fasting. Yeah. intermittent fasting is is, is oh, it's a it's a. It's, it's not a,
2: something I recommend for our members, our feral well, members not, yes, that are working but, out six days a week. I don't recommend that right off the bat for sure because you definitely want to learn how to get enough fuel in, especially when you're first starting exercise right. and starting strength training specifically. If you uh, start strength training and you're intermittent fasting, you're probably gonna lose a little bit. Of muscle in the process, which is kind of what we don't want in that first like five or six weeks of starting exercise. So I wouldn't recommend that. But um, it doesn't, you don't have to have a big meal, but there are a lot of metabolic changes that happen in your body when when you take your first bite of food in the day and mm-hmm. so if you can start by eating something small when you very first wake up in the morning and then this um goes along with jenny commented again definitely appreciate oh we jenny. love yes. <laughs> we, love everybody she said the nutrition changes have made the difference in how she feels the biggest difference um, she's renewed and hungry in a different way um, she's expecting to be hungry now at certain times, which definitely starts to happen once you get into that routine. So by 11, she's expecting to be now, hungry.
1: Is this the same Jenny? that Jenny just,
2: Caldwell. I don't know everybody by their last no, names. No, the,
1: the same Jenny that was just adamant she could not eat. <laughs> a certain amount of calories like i don't know but all. she's, she's just cons- the, loving it but We're good
2: the thing i would be worried about with not eating in the morning is watching how the rest of your day goes and if you're overeating at your lunch or your dinner right because you're yep. not eating enough in the morning so
1: yes. i'm not a big breakfast person but the protein shakes help me out yeah Have even, one on the way even yeah. even a quick protein shake mm-hmm. in the morning is is better than nothing mm-hmm. in my opinion yeah because i don't try i don't it. eat I don't eat breakfast when I get up at three thirty. No,
2: we neither of us do. I do a
1: protein shake. I don't eat breakfast until I get home around seven seven thirty in the morning. So I've already been up for three and a half hours before I will, or four hours before I actually eat a breakfast. (laughs) It is Jenny that said she couldn't eat all the food. Uh (laughs) Yeah, I don't know everyone's last name, so Uh, but yeah, that was a you and her conversation. Yes, yes. (laughs) It's so nice when 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 our members have that. Light bulb moment, we're like, wow, I, what actually they said was actually <laughs> <Yeah>. correct. <laughs> so, but the
2: whole point is like, watch what the rest of your day looks like when you're not eating breakfast, and then start adding small, adding breakfast, you know, slowly but surely, and then see how maybe you're able to make better health choices throughout the day because you're starting your day with fuel in mm-hmm. your body um, versus. A lot of times, if you're not eating enough, that's when two o'clock hits, and that maybe that's when you're starting to go reach for a candy bar or whatever. And if you had eaten breakfast, then it maybe would have started your day off a little bit better.
1: Yes. Okay, and that makes sense. For breakfast, just don't eat carbs only.
2: Yeah, get some and protein in. Try to eat protein hard, with every meal. Yes,
1: hard boiled eggs, the protein. You've probably shake.
2: seen that, Paul. You kind of have to eat protein every yeah, time you eat.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's been just been sticking to eggs instead of like cereal and toast, you know? <laughs> it's just. <laughs> Go into eggs in the morning and bacon.
2: So what's the day, we'll talk about this really quick and then we'll go to break, but what has been a typical day now that you're eating? Like, what's that looked like for you? Which is, I know it's different for you because your schedule's all out of whack, yeah. but like what's that looked like now?
0: Uh I just like, for like breakfast, i always make, like I said, I have at least three eggs. I'll make them different ways and then, uh, you know, lunch, I try to keep, like I'll do like a protein shake and maybe an apple or a banana and then dinner that's where i try to get like the rice and chicken and mm-hmm. everything that's what i've been focusing on this week you know i haven't had any like steaks or anything like that yet but i've just Which been is trying fine. you can have steak you can fit yeah. steak into your day and but. then just try to fit in like cottage cheese a couple times or like even like i like I've made a greek yogurt uh ranch dip and then mm-hmm. just add you know carrots and celery and stuff like that
2: yep yeah that's good just making little swaps <clears> where you're still getting protein throughout the whole day yeah it sounds like you're probably not quite eating enough. Like you probably could add a little bit yeah, to some of that, which yeah. is fine. It's yeah. the first week, you know, that's why we're not telling you to use red on behind the head press the first week too. Right. As your intensity starts kicking up with the new, with the workouts, your appetite's going to kick up too. So, but focusing on that protein first is going to help a lot. So definitely yep. keep working on that.
0: Yeah. Our, just, oh, did you have- just trying to cut out carbs and focusing more on the protein part of it. And probably need yeah. to look at it. As a whole, yeah, adding
2: butter. some of those yeah. carbs back in, yeah. but it's hard because you're that's a lot of protein to eat. so if you're sacrificing a little bit of your carbs these first couple weeks, that's totally fine. and then as your appetite starts coming getting a little bit bigger because you're exercising more, then yeah, then that's where you add in those carbs you might you start having some. You could have cereal with your eggs in the morning, or you could have As long toast. as
1: you measure your cereal out. A
2: measure, like a, a cup. cup. Right.
1: <laughs> like, I love Honey Nut Cheerios.
2: Not just the never-ending bowl until the milk but, is all gone. Cereal. Yeah, we're just <laughs>
1: dumping it in and right. it's just filled. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. that, could, that could get out of control very, very quick.
2: But that's something to look at. As mm-hmm. you keep going and, you're in, and your appetite is going up, then you can start incorporating more carbs. But you're doing a really good job so far. Because even,
1: like, for you, for breakfast, you know, you have your three eggs. You could have three eggs. And a bowl of cereal. Yeah. And that, that would be a great breakfast because you're getting your carbs mm-hmm. in and you're not going out of control. And you, the reason I like Honey Nut Cheerios is because it just kind of satisfies a little sweet tooth. But it's
2: not Cinnamon Toast Crunch where it's you not, could just eat the whole or box. Or it's
1: not Lucky Charms yeah. mm-hmm. or Count Chocula yeah. <laughs> or, or Cookie <laughs> Crisp or many of the other cereals that I would love to just eat the entire Fruity Pebbles, you know, those types of things. So, <laughs> yeah. All okay. right. well, right, we're going to go to break. We're going to finish up. With a little Husker football talk, because that's the one thing all of our ticket listeners love to talk about. So don't go anywhere. (laughs) We'll be right back to finish up this week's episode on the Fitness Fanatics 93.7 The Ticket.